Welcome to the Kink Sense Podcast. It's spring, it's warm out, it's lighter, longer, so it makes perfect sense that I am wildly depressed. (laughs) And here to share my sparkling self with you today, I'm Ori. My name is Elise. And let's get into it. Elise has the topic for this day. Uh, yeah. I I was thinking about, um, and I have no idea where this thought occurred to me, but um, trying to, oh no, I know where it came from. So we're like, we talked about negotiations uh, recently. That was our last episode. And what like the difference between like planning which i caught some very passive aggressive texts for by the way <laughs> thank you valid points all of you well i would say that you were uh you were there for the i'm gonna die on that hill hot take yeah sure <laughs> no but you're i think what you talked about is valid and kind of connects to what I what I was thinking about today. So when we were talking about scenes and negotiations, planning, things like that, you can kind of fall into the trap uh, potentially of having a checklist of items or experiences that you're trying to accomplish in a scene. And as somebody who operates in a more dominant space, I can get um, a little too focused or there's a like a trap um, a potential for me to lose track of the here and now and the exploration the experience the attunement and get caught up in um, did I do this did I do this did I do this have we did we tick all the check marks yep. did we hit all our goals Correct. so this week we're talking about like goal oriented play sex whatever versus exploratory play sex whatever and really the difference between the two i feel like is did we hit these check marks Mm -hmm. is is in one of the spheres and then the other is just like i don't have any set place we need to fucking be let's just like see what we find i think the main difference in going on to the in into those two is one has a lot of expectation Mm -hmm. and the other has none except let's try to have fun yeah, I guess. Yeah, and I would say rarely do I go into a sexual experience with someone and have the conversation about like, so, do you have any goals for our sex today or do you just want to vibe? Like, that's not a conversation I typically, I, that I've ever really had mm-hmm. besides like, I'm planning a negotiation scene. Like, I'm negotiating something. So... um. I think there's these like underlying expectations that we all bring to these types of experiences. Like what? So when when you and I have played, for example, um, I really don't like this. No, (laughs) no. When you and I have played either at our like local um, in our local scene or on our own, then sometimes there's an experience of like that was just fun and exploratory like whoa i didn't expect to go there um i didn't know that was gonna happen your whole fist in my ass yeah (laughs) who knew you could bend that way in order to come on your own i I broke my bone (laughs) 
I mean, like, I didn't know I was going to get on the fucking St. Andrews cross last time we fucking played. Yeah, and I would say there were, like, the first time we were playing early on, we were playing downstairs, um, making out. You, like, pulled out uh, whipped cream. This is, it's such a cliche, like, whipped cream um, and sex. But you... It's delicious. It's amazing. Both of them. Uh, you put it... Uh, you put you put some in your mouth and then you kissed me. And yeah, like, I snowballed whipped cream into your mouth. Yeah, basically. Thank you. I don't have the language. <laughs> I'm not a slut, I guess. Just I'm really just kidding. <laughs> I'm very much a slut. Um, so you snowballed the um, the whipped cream into my mouth and um, then sort of walked away, like, oh, that was fun, and everything in my body went <gasps> like I just had this like. A somatic reaction where like we've developed sort of a phrase around it where one of us will have an unexpected experience and then we like look at the other person and we're like oh that's a thing yeah <laughs> oh that that's, that's a like, thing i feel like we've okay this conversation is going in a different direction than i thought it was going to but i'm here for it i feel like that's a thing in terms of <laughs> you never know what's gonna spark you realizing like, oh, I'm obnoxiously into this. Like yeah. for cuckolding, like I stumbled upon a video on accident. Yeah. And then had like that same somatic reaction you're talking about where I'm like, yeah. I can't feel anything else except how fucking aroused I am right now. Yeah. And it's like I, you feel flooded. Yeah. And yeah. like you're floating at the same time. Um, uh, but <laughs> so there's a funnier version of this that also happened oh, with no! you. <laughs> I'm embarrassed now, but go, yeah, go for and it. And I think we had ordered breakfast burritos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, which is a normal thing to do for breakfast. And I just like, I but remember It wasn't, like, like, we weren't having sex with the burritos. Let's just be clear. <laughs> they were not a part of the sexual experience. Yet. No! Um, <laughs> so, and, but, and like, they were massive burritos. So like, they, like, mine was overflowing a little bit and so i squeezed it and like the eggs and the bacon and all that just sort of came out and it extruded you... <laughs> i think is the technical term. <laughs> there was an, an extrusion and so it just kind of yeah kind I of leaked know. out i don't know why. i looked over at you and you gave me that i am obnoxiously turned on face <laughs> and uh, I just, I couldn't stop fucking laughing because what the fuck I is that? Know. I don't know. And like even just talking about it, I feel the sensation in my brain. It's like ASMR almost. Like if you've ever enjoyed that, I don't know if if either of you get that like fuzzy sensation in your brain. What the pseudoscientific one? No, I'm talking about my own lived experience as opposed to somebody telling me that this was like a thing that I should pursue. But like the there's like some sort of sensory experience happening where and then you're like my ears tingle and I can like my I feel like my brain has sort of a wash with um, like a, a neurochemical that I cannot name. I don't know. But I'm just suddenly like feel like I'm floating a little bit. Um, so that's what happened when you like squished the burrito and food came out of it. And I remember being like, I don't understand. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> this this is strange. And then I was talking to my uh, my uh, best friend uh, back from high school and she was like, it's okay. 
there's lots of people into scat. And I was like, no, <laughs> that is not what this means. Because at the time, I was just like, I hadn't, I, I'm upset that you put that together. Because that's, and like, are teasing me about it. But I... <laughs> like I don't like I'm also like I don't think that's what that is but I have no clue and it is the closest thing you could come to for no, it, I've so. had those moments too with just weird shit couple things like uh, it's a pretty common fucking kink um, but like I you were juicing fucking limes oh yeah 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 and like on the thing and twisting them as you juice them and I realized I'm like I am immensely turned on right now and I don't understand why yeah but like I wanted to be the lime like yeah and also like the i don't know like your grip on it and the way it just sort of like started leaking all over the fucking place i mean what's kind of coming together as we talk about this is that like you and i might have a food fetish Because that's like, that's the theme yeah. that's developing here. We about once a week usually have a moment where we go, why is that hot? Yeah. Like, and, and not even in a, a play, just in an exhausted way of like, fuck, now this is another fucking thing that I have to juggle on top of all the other All the other <laughs> things shit, I And I have are... to negotiate, where the fuck is this coming from? Yeah. And there's no clear response. Like, like I, I don't know. I don't think... That there's a clear answer for why we're into any of the shit that we're into. A lot of people say that it comes from, like, childhood experiences and trauma and societal expectations. And I think it's kind of like a... Maybe. uh, Amalgamation of all of those fucking things. And more things that we're not fucking thinking of. Yeah. and, And that is what leads me to drool over you juicing limes. (laughs) And I also realized when you and a... uh, very attractive, very sweet trans girl was over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you two were cooking mm-hmm. and just sort of moving in the kitchen. I realized, like, I really like watching people mm. cook. Mm-hmm. Like, when they're, like, zoomed in. I feel like people get this sensation when they're watching musicians play. I was they describe it. Yeah. just going to, yeah. yeah I have the same thing when, when you're just, like, really focused on what you're doing and kind of moving about. Yeah. Um, I was super turned on. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I was think... like, can I help with anything? <laughs> and our guest was like, stand there and look pretty. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I want to be a part. Well, um, I'll be the trophy wife. That's cool. Yeah. No, you're adding like fun conversation and and beauty. That's what the that's what the trophy wife does, right? Um, you have terrible taste. <laughs> agreed about the the musician piece right because i definitely like i love watching you play and i really enjoy um that piece of like if somebody is like in a state of flow maybe yeah that in the zone i think people call it a lot of fucking things but yeah when someone's focused on their thing and like they're caught up like everything else has disappeared and they're just really intent on it am i just it's, like, ma- am it's I, magnetic. Is it attractive because I'm wishing that like, oh, are you capable of focusing that hard on like maiming me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going to go at all. Where'd you think I was going to go? I thought you were going to say like, um, but not maiming me <laughs> was not quite the, the experience. 
But yeah, there's like an attunement piece, right? Can you stay, can you be connected to me? And can I feel... The point is that there is selfish reasoning at the core of everything that I watch that turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just like watching people super into what they're mm-hmm. doing and in their element, but not in everything. Like, I don't want to watch an accountant crunch numbers. No disrespect to people with accountant kinks. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they, I'm sure it exists. I mean, who? Oh, there's people that that are financial dom is a thing that's a controversial thing it is yeah i don't know when i this is an episode where we need to get somebody on but like that's a super interesting yeah i mean this is like a little bit of a sidebar but i i definitely think the kinks that are most controversial are the ones where you have a concern that the it's abuse the, yeah that there's abuse at play that there's like there's a vulnerable person being taken Talk advantage shit, of financial shit intense impact shit fucking yeah like really non-consensual intense shit power exchange consensual shit but yeah if you if you suspect that that there's a vulnerable party involved then i think everybody gets a little bit like concerned and it's hard to Engage in that in broad generalizations because it's like not everybody who engages in findom as a on the receiving end of it is a vulnerable person. But I'm sure there that exists. Yeah. Right. Um okay, back to the combo. Yeah, so there are these spaces where you can who knows what's gonna come up? Exploratory play. Yeah. Um where you discover, oh shit, that turns me on. Um, I didn't know I was going to have that experience. Well, another aspect of exploratory is just like, what do you do? As my play partner right now, now that we're interacting in this space, whether you're my partner of a year or whether you're a new person that I just started with, what do you do? What do mm-hmm. you do when I do this? Like, what do you do when I bite your neck what do you do when i sort of like present my ass to you what do you do when i brat what mm-hmm. do you do when i clink my glass by the microphone what do you do when <laughs> <laughs> like um Bids. like yeah you're exploring like how are you feeling today yeah. and what what's the read on you and yeah. um what can we cook up um, yeah. and just i think with with making it definitively exploratory it's just keeping it in like that curious space mm-hmm. and that like, oh, that's that's cool that that was the reaction space. And you don't cross that gap into, well, then let's try to get this specific outcome or this specific experience. That's when I feel like you're now in like goal oriented space. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do because sometimes like exploratory space gets exciting and then I'm like, yeah, I want to feel a certain way. Yeah, I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with or bad about either of those categories because, of, like, th- this is the other piece in the conversation about um, when we're talking about the kink vortex, right? And I was like, the kink vortex is very that space of um, it's gone off the rails and now we're laughing and caught up in that, like, 
moment of experience. And oh, I remember this because I was like, if you want the scene yes. to stop yes. and to just start laughing, but if you had actual, I think I said the yes. word goals. You, yeah. yeah something if you, you have wanted... actual goals that you want to achieve that might not feel great for it to be. Yes. Um, like dysregulated basically yeah you're like i wanted to feel a thing and now i i don't see the path forward to feeling that thing because we are on an entirely different trajectory so is the answer for none of us to want anything ever no (laughs) well the buddhists would say (laughs) life is suffering the yeah attachment is is suffering I, yeah, I think that I think that there's ex- I think there's experiences. <laughs> I think there are experiences that happen in both categories that are valuable, right? Like you can, it's okay to have a, an experience you want to ha- achieve, like a goal and objective. And I also think it's okay to just want to explore. Right. And it's not like what Elise thinks is okay is important, but that knowing where you're at and what you want, like, I just kind of want to be connected to you and see what happens. And that's, that would feel good right now. Or I really need to, like, I got something in my body I need to work out. I need to cry. I need to cry. Which is what, get, what brought me to yesterday. Although I didn't go in with a set goal. I, I'm trying to think of how to present this in a way that, to speak generally here, I was feeling uh, scatteredly masochistic mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not quite sure what to do about it. And uh, But I want to feel something. You were like, well, after, after my meeting, we could do a session. And Which isn't uh, something we'd sort of tried before yeah i was suggesting like rather than you like hunting for some way to feel that what if we made a decision to like do an an impact session i didn't quite know what i meant yeah oh (laughs) our communication is so good guys do what do Um, what we because we hadn't we we hadn't covered that ground before um, you hit me so fucking hard and so relentlessly that I was bawling for like a half hour um, until I fucking tapped out. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the last time I cried that fucking hard. I screamed. I begged. I, I cried and cried and cried and cried and just got the shit beaten out of me. It was wonderful and crazy fucking intense and eventually i had to tap out um where was where was i fucking going with this uh goal that that you had in mind yeah that there was yeah like, a... of like yeah I'm, I'm feeling masochistic and i kind of want to push a thing i don't want to do it in a solo way and yeah or in a way that might caught like leave like leave you feeling uh isolated yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I fuck we're now like stuck in this area. Well, I guess I would say like if we're going to reflect on that moment, I think it actually is like a, a an experience that's 
worth debriefing in um in the context of like balancing all right we have a goal right like i know you want to feel something intense and and part of that intensity involves pain yeah and i'm trying to also balance reading you in the moment to know like have we have we accomplished that as opposed to like you knowing already in advance like once i start crying then i know i'm done or after i've cried for 2 minutes then i know i'm right like it's not that clear we explored yeah. what is what you're saying there instead was, of it being goal oriented there it was both it was a little bit of both yeah because it felt like it, there was a kind of a goal or an objective in mind. An objective is maybe better than a concrete goal. But I also felt like we were data gathering to not sound like a total fucking nerd. For you to figure out, like, how much can I torture you? And and on your end, like, is this what you want? Being able to recognize, can I, like, will I use a safe word? if I have to, or do I struggle with feeling the right to it, right? Being able to, for me to recognize, can I read when you're done or can I not? Like those are all things that I feel like uh, we had a chance to explore. Yeah. Um, but exploratory doesn't always need to be limit pushing. Exploratory uh-uh. can just be digesting a new person. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of sounds like cannibalistic more, th- more than I in- intended. <laughs> exploratory mm. can be like taking in a new person, which also feels weird. Um, <laughs> Absorbing. No, no. Shang Tsung wins. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I remember when you were talking about goal-oriented sex, I remember thinking, like, dude, obviously I feel like everybody prefers exploratory, like, oh, it doesn't need to be goal-oriented. Like, these labels, man, these genre labels, like... Mm. Yeah, I said genre. Genre. (laughs) Yeah, this genre of sex (laughs) Um, is so played out. (laughs) I spent forever thinking, like, if I don't make my girl come basically Mm, yeah or if i don't make this dude come that i'm failing i have also had that experience of like on the other end of that if i don't come they're not having a good experience both both sides yeah yeah i've definitely had my share of faked orgasms in order to be like i had a good time Mm -hmm. and because i did have a good time then, like, I would... Would you say that you're notorious for faking orgasms? No, I would not say that. <laughs> notorious. Everybody knows. <laughs> notorious. <laughs> but that, like, especially as, like, in my people-pleasing early years, feeling like, one, I didn't know how to effectively climax regularly like that wasn't something i knew how to like guide somebody into doing it not ask for what i wanted i didn't know what i wanted yeah. like with another partner it's like so, my only means to orgasm was through the prostate i would just be faking my orgasms all the fucking time yeah i bet 
So if you don't know how to come like early on, like it's so what the fuck else are you going to do? Yeah, And then the person, the person always asks like, did you come? Did you come? Because they can't tell either. And so and you can only tell when a dude comes well, and or so when th- someone with a penis comes. There we go. Yeah. And the it's 2023. Or- <laughs> 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 yeah. But then nice. imagine like, and so this is your reference to like, if I, whether regardless of the gender of the person and their body parts, like somebody with a penis, it's so much easier to make them come typically, typically, not always. In, but in my experience, you've been hung out with a lot of trans girls, have you? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> um, you got this one that won't leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> we're gonna call this a riffing episode because that's <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're, I mean, I think we're still on topic. Yeah, but, I, sort but of my are, brain but... is real loose about that yeah. generally. Um, you don't say. Uh, tangent queen. Yeah, I also. I'm. I'm not going to go on a glory hole tangent. Um, but I the ergonomics. You the ergonomics. The ergonomics of that glory hole are bullshit. I know. I know. I. I, I it's you totally haven't. Enough. You, you haven't tried the it. Thing yet. And then you immediately. <laughs> You immediately glory holes are ridiculous. When you when you walk down and you see somebody bare ass with their dick in a wall. <laughs> so imagine like the shape of a banana, right? And the curved part of that banana is going like pushing their penis into the hole. That's because the wall is made of fabric. The banana is pushing their penis. Yes. <laughs> so like Isn't the person's the whole part of the banana, the curved part. No. Yeah. So if a <laughs> no, so if like the the whole part of the banana, <laughs> correct? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um. Yeah. So it's like the person is like bending the wrong direction in order to like get like their penis far enough into the glory hole for it. Yeah, they gotta kind of do the dip. They have to like push their pelvis so far forward. They make the J. Yeah. That then they're like back is super arched. Yes, that yeah. now try to come like that. <laughs> Is it? It's a little bit. So I think people typically are like, "Oh my!" It's legs. fine unless you have to squat. Like I have to. Then also, it might not be at the right level. Then there's, your thighs are dying. So there's a lot of people who like have to stop getting their dick sucked at the glory hole because their body hurts and their legs give out. Yeah. Ergonomics. Yeah. Of the glory hole. And it takes a long time for people with the glory hole to come because people are just nervous about fucking around in front of people. And your brain might not be nervous, but your body is. Your body's not caught up. We also accidentally, I mean, accidentally, I know I was joking about like uh, the humiliation glory hole a couple episodes ago. You were not joking. You specifically, very explicitly wanted (laughs) a humiliation glory hole that I, as far as. Accurate. I was concerned we were in the process of developing, arranging. Well, what I realized just since joking. then, just joke, just a joke. Um, no, a hundred percent want humiliation, glory hole. We kind of, I, what I would imagine, what I'm imagining now as you talk about that is like, perhaps we already have one. In that, like, there are like four to five people in the glory hole giggling about penises <laughs> once you stick your dick in there. And you that might not be the best heads. No one's like, oh my 
fucking god did you see that dick like nobody's like talking like it's hot they're all just like hee 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 you lick it like that's kind of the vibe in the glory hall yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah well there's two yeah. people sucking dicks and then there's like two people making out like I everybody's just like it feels like middle school except yeah. they're dicks yeah. in holes <laughs> you know I mean what was your middle yeah. no nope. hopefully it doesn't nope. feel too much like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my middle school experience but you know oh middle school okay <laughs> fuck alright where were we kind of goal oriented I, I know I feel bad for editing this it's gonna take a month before gets me the episode back fair because it's gonna be like there's so much bullshit and i'm just like but i'm having fun (laughs) well thank god for that isn't that the point this is such a meta moment uh connected to goal oriented versus exploratory (laughs) um we were talking about we were talking about feeling pressure to get someone to orgasm and that being a goal objective thing. And then what do you do when there's disappointing sex? And as in like when you're disappointed or when you suspect the yeah, other I person like is that disappointed. that can sour people on sex almost. Like like the I got to make my girl come or my boy come. And my worth if I don't do that as a partner Mm-hmm. Like if you're in a romantic relationship with that person is is tied to that or my worth of whether or not I'm worth having sex with if you're it's just a casual thing mm-hmm. is also tied to that. It's fucking high stakes, man. Yeah, it's high stakes for the other person to also like want to facilitate you feeling like you're good enough. So mm-hmm. that's how you get faked orgasms and that's how you get like <laughs> Just a lot of anxiety. We'll cut this. Yeah, anxiety. Anxiety is a better word than what I was going to use. Oh, uh, no, I was going to use resentment. <laughs> <laughs> I would say feeling an anxiety around sex is probably not uncommon. Oh, I'd say it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. <laughs> what <laughs> for is some, for someone to feel anxious about sex? Yeah, yeah weirdos. It's super weird. Super common, uh, especially when you're with, like playing with a new person. And trying to understand them. Or if you feel like pressure. I don't know. And I wonder if if men or somebody, like people with penises feel like. It's 2023 at least. Yeah, I know. But I, this, this is what I would wonder. is like if you've been socialized as a man, do you feel extra pressure? That like your job. Yes. Is to make Absolutely. your partner Absolutely. come. Be- is someone that because- understood themselves to be a man for a long fucking time. Yes, it is absolutely tight. It's not only, it's, this is so stupid. Um, It's not only like, I want to make this person feel good and my worth to this person. Mm-hmm. It's my whole manhood is tied to fucking, and maybe that's why I was, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I disengaged with that. I did not give a fuck about preserving any sort of manhood. But like, there's so many people where I feel like that is like the definitive, am I worth a shit? as a man mm. sort of thing. There's definitely mm. some ties in masculinity and your partner coming, which just seems so fragile. And But again, we're talking about masculinity. So which fragility kind of goes hand in hand. There's um. there's plenty plenty of aspects of, of masculinity that are fragile, especially if you're defining it in, in, that, in those particular ways. Yeah. And I wish like, so... Pause. 
Um, I also like post transition. It's harder as a trans girl mm-hmm. to come mm-hmm. than it was before when I had testosterone going through my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I almost feel like I have to preface with people a lot of times. Like, hey, if you need me to come, that's gonna kind of be a problem because like especially with a new person, like that's not gonna come easy. Yeah, I get it. Um, and also like. Even with people that I I know, it's not it's not gonna happen easily mm-hmm. unless you start cuck taunting me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I I feel like a lot of my anxiety is like I don't know what you're expecting, but like if you're, I um I meet a lot of pleasure doms or people that describe themselves oh, as pleasure doms, and I yeah. feel a lot of pressure in that instance of like I feel like you're gunning for me orgasming, and I don't know if we can interact if I don't orgasm, and that's a fuckload of pressure. Oh, so, I never thought about yeah, that yeah. aspect of like somebody identifying as a pleasure dom. Then you're like, you walking into that. Oh, so a pleasure dom meaning like somebody who identifies as um, dominant, and um, uh, their focus as a dominant as opposed to like sadism or as opposed impact. to pain it's intense pleasure is they, what they're going for they um, want to make their hand yeah they want you to feel as good as possible like overwhelmed with sensation <laughs> potentially um but they're like they want to make their partner feel good that is what they're that's the space and they want to be like they enjoy being in charge of that, mm-hmm. let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, Two different degrees. You know, sometimes yeah. that looks like going down on your partner so good, they literally melt in your mouth. Yeah. No, still literally doesn't work there. But um, going down on your partner so good that they, <laughs> like, can't help but orgasm, like, immediately. And for some pleasure doms, that looks like I'm going to strap you to a fucking chair and tie a wand to your genitals and make you come until I say you're not going to come anymore. And that, not, that's, that's what that looks that that's at least called, definitely wouldn't, no, wouldn't, I wouldn't like anything uh, like that. I would hate that. That's yeah. also called post orgasm torture. <laughs> so there's like a lot of layers there, but um, that aren't always about pleasure. I, that's where I think this is a nuance, but I think that it's a nerd. I'm such a nerd. So I prefer describing that part of what I enjoy like that pleasure domination, I prefer sensation domination because it's like, I don't know if you're going to feel good, but I want to make you feel a lot. Ideally, if you're going to do that well, you have to be able to also engage in that ex- like attuned exploratory space to know whether that person is actually enjoying themselves. Yeah. If you're just like, this is my card trick. And I'm going to do it over here, but you're not... The card trick being... Uh, this is the only way I, I'm really... This is the only way I'm going to finger you like this, and that's always... that It works every time for everybody, and I don't ever change up my game because I know it works because I'm a pleasure dom. Like that Yo, kind it of... kind of does, though. <laughs> that wasn't... I wasn't... That wasn't pointed. It wasn't meant to be pointed. It was just the only example I could think of. But, I mean, there are, like, certain techniques and strategies that, like, um, like that are skill-based, right, that you've had experience. But there's going to be different bodies. Yeah. 
and different um, brains yeah. and different relationships to to that shit, man. Yeah, like so particularly, I think about um, you mentioned your pro- like prostate orgasms mm-hmm. um, as an organ. Same with like your clitoris. Like the G spot is actually the clitoris. Um, it but the clitoris is so big and like most of it is internal Mm -hmm. um uh, inside the body that you and it all swells up when uh you're aroused and and then from the inside of the uh, vaginal wall you would be able to bump up against the the internal part of the clitoris and that's the g-spot right and so um like that's going to be differently placed in everybody's body because everybody's body is a little different. Yeah. So being like, this works every time if I do it exactly like this. No, that's why you got to fucking explore. Yeah. But also the asterisk next to all of this is like, you don't need to make your fucking partner come to have a good time. Yeah. And it actually, I feel like would be, it's going to reduce anxiety I feel like most of the time, if if you're not worried about anybody coming, if nobody expects to come and if nobody expects the other person they're with to come. Yeah. And it's just like, let's enjoy each other's bodies yeah. and let's feel good mm-hmm. and let's see how we can negotiate that. Yeah. Um, that I feel like is easiest way to start having fun in sexual space. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have had the opposite of those experiences where like I'm done and have had to say like, I can't, I like, I don't like it hurts or I don't want to do this anymore. And then the other person being like, fuck this. And then going and like leaving the room mad. And you're like, that's why I fake orgasms. (laughs) Now you're going to like, like, that's, that's toxic as fuck. Don't oh, do that. Oh, yeah, people. no, it's awful. Um, I'm sorry that happened. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's other people who have stories like that and worse stories. Yeah. Um, but I do, I think it's also fair to communicate openly if you do have an expectation um, or not an expectation, like a, a desire to say, hey, I'm kind of, I'm hoping for this experience. Can you help me with it? And for the other person to be able to say, yes, I can, or no, I can't, that's not where my head's at, or yeah, let's try to accomplish that for you. Would you say that we are orgasm anarchists? <laughs> that is that our tagline? King sense. Orgasm anarchists. Fucking ditch, ditch the expectation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I desire an orgasm. Will you help me? They're really overrated. Attempt to accomplish it. Sometimes they're not great, and sometimes they hurt. Does that ever happen to you? Um. Yeah, that's also a trans thing. Is I wonder if that's an estrogen thing. I don't know. We have different anatomy, so. But sometimes. I don't know. It's it's seldom that it hurts. And it actually happened kind of earlier on in HRT. What? I just said tangents. <laughs> yeah. We got to wrap it up. 
okay. No, I'm 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 not like we we're done, but like how we're how are we gonna? I can fake my conversational orgasm for you. <laughs> At some point, we have to find an ending. This episode's a fucking mess. The environment feels safer. It feels more conducive to having a good time. Mm-hmm. If you don't go in with a bunch of expectations, whether that's on the side of. I need to make this person come, whether that's on the side of, I need to come for them to feel good. Ditch that shit. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else to add? We gotta, yeah, we I gotta would, get out of here. Yeah, I would say um, it, in that same vein, um, the more you can communicate about, like, even if your your hope is for exploratory experience or, like, ditching the expectations, having the conversation about this is what I'm like my intentions are uh, in this space with you. Cause I think there's a lot of people who, even if you go in with like, I don't have any expectations, but you're not communicating about that. The other person doesn't know. They may still feel on the hook to, for some experience. Um, so that piece of, even if you do have expectations, if you don't have expectations, talk about it. Sounds good to me. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, I'll be slightly less depressed. Hopefully, we'll be a little bit more focused. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, without further ado, I'm Ori. I'm Elise. And this is Kink Sense. No kinks were shamed. Bullshit. We <laughs> shamed Scat and we shamed one other one. Oh, Scat and um, Orgasms were sh- and Glory Holes were shamed in this podcast yeah god damn it